Hey everybody, uh, it's the Mad Men recap. It is the finale for season three. Um, as you might, as you might be able to tell, I'm, I'm having a hard time dealing. Anyway, my name's Paul, as we know. And this is John. This is Kate. And we just finished the shut the door and have a seat uh, episode, uh, season finale, Mad Men. Uh, it was it was full of full of surprises, full of tears, full of full of things I I can't even comprehend. Um, it was a great episode. It's, it was. It's terrible that this is it. I know. I don't. I, you know. It's funny because the show ended, and Kate was sitting there, and she's <laughs> like, she's like, "Where's the, where's the teaser?" I thought for, they might do a little, you know, where's something. The, where's the teaser for season four? <laughs> There's no teaser. Yeah. Only no, tears. no. Only tears. But uh, you might be wondering what we learned. What, what we learned uh, in the season finale: several things. You only need six weeks in Reno. Uh, start over, get soul, and uh, just kidding, it's your birthday. And so it it starts off with Don waking up in bed, and it's a great uh, great way to segue from last week's episode when he had his you know fight with Betty, and you don't know where he is. You know, is it a hotel? Is he in bed with her? And uh, they show, they kind of pan out, and he's waking up in uh, Grandpa Gene's creepy room. Every time it's that wood paneling, John. <laughs> that, like, army cot. It's, that, it's the army cot and the wood yes, paneling. It's the cot. Uh, so awful. Absolutely. It's like Peter you know, King's so, rape room. Sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. And we, you know, so we see that he's gotten <laughs> kicked out. He's gotten put, uh, put to the side. Um, and probably deservedly so. Indeed. But he... He wakes up and he doesn't go to the office. He actually goes to Connie's, Conrad Hilton's home, where um, they have quite an awkward exchange. That was quite uh, an exchange and quite uncomfortable. Very. I mean, really uncomfortable. They're, they're both calling each other out. Um, you know, this is where you hear the news for the first time that uh, that not only is Sterling Cooper getting sold, but the the over the the whole company the um, Putnam, Powell, and Lowe uh, is getting sold as well. And so Hilton says he's dropping Don, uh, Don's uh, business uh, because he doesn't want to work through uh, McCann Erickson. And, and then that, that's when it gets really awkward. You know, Don just really gets offended, kind of saying Hilton just wanted to play around with him and knock him down to size and called him son. And, and Connie comes right back saying, you know, I've, I've made everything myself. So I'm immune to complainers. I didn't think you were one of them. That was it's harsh like, because he, was. Well, yeah. he had told Don in an earlier episode when they were, you know, at his place sitting on the couch that, you know, he that was one of the reasons he liked Don because he knew Don was a self-made man. So then to come back with this whole insanity in inferring that, you know, that, that Don now isn't that way uh, was crazy. He's just crazy. He's, I mean, his, his character just turned out to be nuts. Yeah. You think he's going to be this father figure to Don, right? Mm-hmm. And really kind of like show him the way. And then just out of the blue, almost. I mean, it's just crazy. I think it's kind of funny, though, because in this episode, I got the feeling like uh, that uh, uh, Conrad Hilton may be a foreshadowing of what uh, uh, Don is destined to become. 
um, in the way that really uh, yes because uh, I mean not to give anything away chances are if you're listening to this episode I mean, to our show you've already seen the show so it's fine um, but just the fact that you know as Don loses his family um, and especially in the later scenes where you know the people that they've chosen to come with him um, it really turns into this family and they're all together um, at the end and just the way that he comes into the room and kind of looks at everybody is like, okay, this is my family now. And yeah, first of all, you're getting way, way ahead I of ourselves. Way ahead, the show. John, and I'm sorry. And I'm secondly, sorry. You take it. You I couldn't, take it. Just, I couldn't disagree take more. Take it. I couldn't disagree more. Okay. Well, just um, take it. Con- Conrad Hilton has no, like he doesn't look at his work that way. You know, he, he is approaching work as this is kind of his destiny on earth to put a Hilton hotel in every, every major city and the moon, you know, that he is a driven person for, you know, one thing and he does not embrace the people around him, you know, and I think, uh, you know, I think Don really does. Um, and we're going to kind of get into more of, of this and, and how things play out throughout the episode, but just an awkward exchange. And I think it was a nice closing scene, not a nice closing scene, but it was a closing scene for Hilton. I think we're done with him. I think he's, you know, he's done. Oh, I don't think we're done with him at all. Because the reason he, that Don lost his, his business was because he was going to be part of McCann. McCann Erickson. McCann Erickson. Yeah, McCann Erickson. Um, and now he's not. So when push comes to no. shove, he's going to need, I mean, you, you can't turn down that much business. Well, I have a feeling but that they, we're going to come back next season. And him and Don are going to be playing on more even playing fields. You know what I mean? Like... Because Don is definitely running his own show. Yeah, now. it's definitely going to be a little bit more head to head. All right, that's just yeah. I don't think we've seen. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of them either. All right, well we'll see. We'll see. And uh, so after they finally part ways, uh, Don goes to the office, and he's in a bit of a daze that he found out that his his work is getting sold again, and, and in this case, it's not going to be. You know, he's not going to have the same type of position. So he's a little spacey. He's looking out across the office, and this is like this is the first flashback we've had in a while. Yeah, um, we're going back to Don's childhood, and it was being a it was kind of a regular thing earlier on um, seasons ago. But I, I think this might be the first time this this season. No, we've and had a remember flashback. it started. It started with the flashback. Uh, I think the first episode of the season where we found out that uh, uh, Don was the uh, was it baby of a whore. Yeah, adopted I mean, by this other family. To put it way. to put it softly, baby of a whore. Right, and but so today he flashes back to where he's sitting in the corner of a room, and his dad is meeting with a co-op of farmers, and apparently one of the farmers has made some kind of bad business deal, mm-hmm. and so the price of his crop is very very low, and so uh, Don's dad says, "You know what? Screw you guys. I'm going home." Yeah, and. He, he uh, you know, he just says he's not going to take part in what the group is doing. Gets everybody all riled up, and they leave. Um, and then, then that's it. That's it for the flashback. Uh, oh, does and then he, does he have a sep- He has a separate flashback later than in the episode. Right, right, right. Which I will hold off on. Right, and so, um, so he goes right up to Bert Cooper with this information, saying, "Bert, uh, it's being sold." Yeah, I don't want to work for McCann. Like he, you know, kind of lets Bert have it. I like that. I, you know, he kind of plays on oh, him. Yeah. You know, hey, you you wanted to do something good once. What happened? 
He got and, old. Right. Well, and they kind of give that's it to pretty each much other. what he says. I got old. I'm done. Well, you know, he's like, uh, you know, he's like when you're young, you don't understand the risk. And Don, you know, shoots right back. Well, you know, when you're old, you just want to build your own tomb. And it was great. No, no, it was good. Don was really out for uh, Don. Don was really out for change in this episode, uh, and he had to be. I mean, it was a tight timeline. You learn that your company is going to get sold, and you got to make something happen. He didn't want to go. He didn't. He didn't want to turn this over again. And I thought what was great, which is something that I think uh, for the last few episodes we've all been rooting for, the little birdie guy, uh, uh, Lane. Uh, you know, you saw it coming that he was gonna he was gonna join in and help this. And help make this happen. He's wearing the yeah. big boy pants now. He is wearing the big boy yeah. pants. <laughs> Have a happy Christmas, why don't you? Seriously, he. Um, but they got to kind of work their way up to Lane. They do, you know. So they do. They so got, after they got to get him to warm up to him. You know, after they get to uh, you know after uh, Don goes to Bird, then both of them go to Roger because Roger's got all the money. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're talking about making an offer to buy back the offer instead of McCann. And Roger, I don't know if you remember how much money he got out of the first sale. He's the one with all the all the cash. All right. So the two of them go wait, in. Wait, he ended up spending it on that. What was the word? Trollop. Trollop. <laughs> he had to marry that trollop, John. It was. Well, well, he had to divorce Mona to marry that trollop. Where do you find a trollop? What? Does that not sound like she's a vegetable? Kind of a high class one too. No. But she's a little bit of a drinking problem. She has. She is. She's a boozer, John. You know, and so it doesn't start off well. You know, they kind of give him crap for that. He's like, hey, you know, I got a lot of money. Back off. I'm yeah, out. I need a bag. Whatever, you know, man. And, and this is kind of the first of many times throughout this episode where we start to see Don, you know, realize he is not always getting his way. You know, he, he right here says he apologizes, that yeah. he was wrong. He has to bow down quite a few times in this episode. Yes, absolutely. I think it's nice. I think it's good for him. Well, not only is it good for him, it's effective. Every time he does it, he gets what he wants. But he does it in a way that, you know, he's he's obviously not having to, you know, like eat his words and whatever. He right. still comes off very, you know. Here's the thing, though. I I, I don't know. <laughs> excuse me. I don't know if I could ever believe him because he that's that's his job. His right. job is selling shit to you. Right. So I but, mean, if Don came in here right now and was like, Paul, uh, I'm really sorry for all that stuff. I'd be like, you're lying, but I totally believe you. Yeah. And no, I'll get out. Well, the thing is, is he hasn't had to go this way before, you know. No. He, he hasn't had to apologize. So even though he might not mean it, you know, he's, he's going about it the right way. He's not stamping his feet. He's not trying to demean people. He's just, he's, uh, you know, he's apologizing. He's saying, you were right, I was wrong. He's being and, a straight uh, shooter, John. Well, it's working. It's I mean, it works is. for him. worked on me. So they, um, they get Roger. Uh, to join in, and the next thing that you see before we get to Lane is, um, you know, at home. So this day ends with uh, Roger and Don and Bert wanting to buy it, buy out, you know, buy back the company. Mm-hmm. And Don comes home, you know, after kind of this stunning day, and gets a, you know, an even bigger stunner when Betty says, "I'm getting a divorce attorney," and I suggest you do the same. Rains it pours, John. I tell you what, rains and, you know, pours. And another great, just, you know, another great zinger, you know, where he goes, I'm not going to let you break up this family. And, you know, she just snaps. I didn't break up this family. Because he did. He totally did. But can you, but don't you still blame Betty? I do. 
And maybe I'm a horrible person, but doesn't don't you still feel like it's her doing all this? She's just so cold about everything. And I tell you what, I'm making I'm making T-shirts that say "I hate you, Henry Francis." You're not you're not what gonna do was the, that, man. You're not gonna do the Team what, Henry T-shirts. What was that sound? What was what sound? Were you were you shaving something? <laughs> Are you sanding a little wooden boat over there? Oh no, I I. I Wipe some spittle off of my computer screen. <laughs> All right. That's, that's what we're... Um, they're very nice. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, come on. Don's had, what, five affairs since the show started. Henry Francis sucks. I don't disagree. That's just... That's going to be my argument for everything this week. He oh, is. why didn't you finish that? Henry Francis sucks. Get off my back. He is so creepy. He is. He is so creepy. I mean... Like, even more so this time. He's getting creepier. He didn't even really, say that much really this is. episode, and he freaked me out. Well, I was really <laughs> hoping that it was going to come to blows. I, yes. I want Henry Francis and Don to meet somewhere. He has no chance against Don Draper. I think Henry's just going to turn out to be an incredible... Psycho? Awful... Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's... I think he's going to, you know, kind of be verbally terrible towards Betty, and she'll realize even though Don's... Not a great character, at least he treated her well when they were together. Well, and remember that when they were meeting with the attorney and he's there with her, he's like, you don't need anything from him. So only thing that she's going to be getting as far as support is coming from him. It's baby Jean and his fairies. <laughs> oh, boy. That's all she's leaving with, Kate. Baby Jean and all those baby fairies. Oh. But, she, you know, so she hits him with that news and he's got to sleep on that. And they go back to the office the next day. So now he has this on his mind. And he's not at the office. The, um, I'm sorry. He is at the office. Don and Roger and Bert, they all are in Bert's office. And they call in Lane. Say, hey, we know that the office is being sold. We want to buy it ourselves. We'll give you the offer purchase uh, plus 12%. And Lane's like, sorry, guys. Worth more than that. But, but he's under the impression that only Sterling Cooper is being sold. He's like, you heard wrong. It's not PPL, just Sterling Cooper's being sold. Um, and you can't afford to buy it back. And Roger, he goes, look, they got you for three years, they got me for one. We can give it a shot in a few years. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try it again later. You know, that's kind of how you think it might go. Um, and then, and then we kind of bounce back to what Kate was saying with the lawyers. You know, the lawyer kind of goes into this rant about how you can't get divorced in New York. They don't right. want you to get well, the board. Just, just to be clear, yeah. So they, so they, uh, that scene cuts, and it's Henry Francis, uh, Betty, and a divorce, a divorce lawyer, um, and the divorce lawyer, as John was saying, pretty much tells her, "Listen, there's nothing you can do." Just like the last lawyer did in a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and he says the only option really is uh, you could go to Reno. I did not know this. Did you know this? I did, I did. know this. I've uh, I I tend to I tend I've to know a lot before. about this. Yeah, you just uh, you, I, any problem I have, John, I go to Reno for six six weeks, and it seems to by the time I get back, it's solved. It's the biggest little city in the world. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway. So so anyways, that's that's the suggestion by the lawyer, you know, and and he's like, well, what do you want? And you know, Betty wants a lot. And that's when, Katie, you were saying that uh, he kind of, creepy Henry, jumps in with saying he'll take care of everything. I don't know. Did that, this just weirded me out. Because he's weird, because he's creepy. I hate you, Henry Francis. I'm making t-shirts. Well, Kate, I mean, what? I mean, 
this is just all really kind of, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I don't understand why she has to rush into marriage with this guy. She's not thinking it through. Like, why can't she just get a divorce and then figure some shit out? Get her. But that's the thing is she needs, she can't just get a divorce and she's got nothing. But she can, you know, be compensated or whatever and child support and all that and keep living in the home and. I don't know if they did child support then. No. I don't, it didn't sound like it. I don't know. It just sounds like she's, you know, jumping from one sinking ship to another. Well, she's got six weeks to think about it. That's true in Reno. In Reno. It's It's hard to think in Reno, John. It's so pretty. I thought it cleared your mind. Well, clear something. If, Moving on. So we go to the office, uh, and this time Lane's calling uh, Sinjin um, to confirm, you know, what he had told the guy, saying, "Hey, they found out it's getting sold. They thought it was PPL. I told him it was just Sterling Cooper." And uh, Sinjin says, "Well, actually, it is PPL." Oh, I know, man. And, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just think of him as the dad from the nanny. Yeah, anybody true. else? No, it's, uh, we've discussed this on other episodes. Oh, yeah, you can do. Just, he is, but he is. I it's just is. Mr. Sheffield from anywhere. <laughs> Sinjin <Shinjin> Sheffield. <laughs> was that his name on the nanny? God, that would have been awesome. Um, you know, and so so Lane is absolutely angry. He's all he's all fired up because now this affects him directly. At whereas before, all they do still- is screw that guy. Pretty much, and and just he's so smug when he talks to him. Oh yeah, you know, you'll convince him you're indispensable, like you always do. Stiff upper lip, high five, see you out there. <laughs> Awful, I hate that bastard. And so you know, Lane slams the phone down in disgust, and we switch back to the house where Don is looking in at Sally, and here's the uh, the next flashback. Yes. Where uh, the dad and the mom get into argument because what dad did, pulling away from the co-op. Has kind of bankrupted the family. Right, so this is yeah, when Don's a kid out on the farm. Right. Mom's right. like, listen, we're out of cash, pal. He's like, fine, fine. I'll go, I'll go sell my crop for nothing. She's right. like, all right then. And he's drunk. And yep. he's like, I'm going right now. It's raining outside. I don't care. I'm going. And he's like, dick. And he walks out the door. Uh, and so the mom says, ah, just go with him. He can't right. even stand up. So they right. get out to the barn to get the horses ready. And he's drunk, and he gives a little dick, Don Draper, uh, uh, a sip of moonshine, which probably would have just about sent him uh, sent him passed out in like two seconds. As soon as that gets into his bloodstream, he's probably just going to go to sleep. But um, he starts to rig up the horse. He kneels down. The horse kicks him smack in the head. Yeah. And pretty much crushes his skull. Yep. Yeah, and I mean. A little dick. Runs over to him. <laughs> sorry, really? I'm a I'm a child. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Dick Dick runs over to him. And I seems sad about it, but I thought you know when he had recalled his father in the past that um, he hated him. He was really mean to him. Right. So was. I would have been like, all right, kicked in the head. I don't know. At like eight years old, nine years old, I don't think you would. Guys beating me all the time. Yeah. He's like the only breadwinner in the family, though. That's a problem. Also Good true. Point. Good point, I mean, Kate. I'm just... Kate comes out with a stellar point on that one. But I think he's, you know, he's thinking back to the time where, where he lost his dad. Well, of course. And, yes, that's what that was about, of course. Right. And so now his, his nine-year-old is going to lose her dad through, uh, not through the hoof of a horse. No, but, but through the hoof of Betty Draper kicking him. Wow. I'm sorry. 
She's not a centaur. Oh boy. Moving on. Anyways, uh, so we go back to the office. Now we got everybody. We got Bert, Roger, Don, and Lane. And Don wants to go to McCann and, you know, offer him money. Say they just want to buy it back. And Lane's like, look, it's done. We can't do it. It's out. And um, I love this. This is one of those great, like, you know, light bulb moments if they did any animation on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, where Don goes, you can, you can fire anybody. Fire us. Yeah, I mean, it was great. So they have, uh, they have Lane fire all three of the partners. Yep. So it gets them out of their contracts. And uh, and then <laughs> I really liked how, um, like you said, the big boy pants. Lane really took charge here. Yeah. Yes, indeed. As far as negotiating, um, he did. Get, get, you know, he got partnership with them. Um, Bert was. I mean, Bert was happy to bring him in. Oh yeah, uh, straight up. Your name's on the. Uh, your name's on the door, pal. Yeah. You come and they, with us. And you find out that they have uh, three days. Uh, which is two of those days a weekend to get all of their stuff together um, and to get out. Yep. I love it. I love it when Don goes, so what do we do? Vote? You know, and all three of them just raise their hand. It was great. No, it's good stuff. It was good. And that was really exciting because, I mean, that's something that was completely unexpected. Yeah. Because we knew, we knew last episode that, you know, they, that, the, that the firm was on the chopping block, but I don't think anyone saw that coming. no. Uh, it certainly, it certainly made for an exciting, um, driver to the episode and also just a huge, a huge garage door opening for, uh, the next chapter for the next season. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This is, this is, uh, this is exciting. This is is what movies are made of. I'm excited. You know, once they, once they all say this is it, you know, then the wheels start turning. They come out, they get Pete on the phone who's sick. He calls Peggy into to his office because he wants her, and that was another great scene. I mean, that, that was, was a great scene. That Peggy was just, just fantastic. The what yeah. Did she say something about. Well, he goes, "I'm not going to beg you to come with me," and she goes, "You didn't even ask me." And she, right. she said something about being there when he fails. Like, I'm not just going to be there. Yeah. To get kicked not, when you fail. Exactly. Which you was, know. I mean, which was totally true because for the last like five episodes, he has just been a bastard to her. Just really so, mean. I, but I don't think he's being any tougher, like he says later. But, you know, I think he's treating her the way he would treat anybody that he wants to get great work out of. I agree, too. Like, I don't think he's any nicer to those guys. Right. He's just trying to kind of prime her for, you know, life in a, yeah, in a man's, right. man's world. You know, and I think because she has, you know, she has that little duck thing on the side um, where she does get the support. So yeah. that with that sharp contrast, I think she really... Doesn't like being, you know, scolded. And, and think and, about this, though. Just to double this up. So, you know, when, when her and Duck are having the pillow talk, and he's like, baby, baby, what's wrong, baby? She's saying, you know, work sucks. Don's a dick. And you know who agrees with that? Duck. Duck would right. just be whispering in your ear the whole time. Don's, no, Don's, Don's awful, you know? I oh, yeah. Don. Yeah, you hate him. You know, so, I mean... You've got to think. I mean, uh, th- she is she is primed and ready to not want to stick around. That offer's getting turned down based on uh, the last few weeks or months, and based on the fact that you've got a uh, little ducky creep man whispering in your ear. Just saying. It's, yeah. So she she turns him down and flat out. 
And so ne- next we get to see uh, Cre- Pete Campbell. <laughs> you almost said creepy Pete Campbell. <laughs> almost. Uh, Pete Campbell in a bathrobe because he has to look sick because he called in sick. Wasn't believable. Not at all. Although he, he did look awful. He did. Um, so Don and Roger come in. Um, they say the you know they they must have repeated that line that hey it's getting sold you know nine times this episode, but uh, you know McCann's buying PPL, and they're going to start a new agency and again with Don having to eat eat some humble pie you know apologize yeah because Pete's like I want to hear it from him yeah yeah I mean this goes all the way back to the first season where he's like it's important to me you're impressed you know he just wants. He's dying to have Don Draper's Everybody stamp does, and approval. John. Everybody, I want Don Draper's approval. Hint, he's hint. Not, if you're listening to not, the show. If you're out there listening, John Ham, I'll, I'll, I'll take it from you. That's fine. I don't need his approval. You don't need Don's approval. I need Don, but I don't need his approval. You don't need oh. John Ham's approval. No. You need Don Draper's approval. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate, we need to have that reality discussion again. <laughs> Moving on. But I really, I like how I like how he was aggressive in the situation. You know, he's like, look. I want to be a partner. I want my name on the lobby. And he's got, what did he say? He had like $9 million in accounts. Yeah. Um, you know, so, he, I mean, that was, that was great leverage. Indeed. And, uh, and then again, when they say that he has three days, just a great look on his face. He's like, oh, okay, let's do it. Um, and Trudy becomes more and more endearing as this, um, yeah, as this series like goes on. At first oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean, she's just lovely. Yeah. yeah. She really cares. You know, and so after they kind of seal the deal with Pete, Don, and Roger, head to a bar to kind of talk about what they just did. Uh-huh. Roger's thinking to himself how he's actually doing what everybody thought he did when, in yeah. fact, he just inherited the business. And Don admits to the divorce. And then Roger says it's true about Henry Francis. Yes. I mean, my, my first reaction was, oh, no. Oh, here oh. comes. Here but, comes Francis. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and... and and you could tell Don was not mad at Roger, you know, because oh, Roger no. was like, oh, I thought you knew. I'm so sorry I told you. Uh, it sounds serious what Henry and Betty got going on. Because uh, he explained that Henry's daughter and Roger's wife. No, Roger's daughter. No. No, Roger's wife. Oh, really? And Henry yeah. Francis's daughter, the one he was at the wedding No, with. all right. I thought the kids were friends. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I missed that. Yeah, so... So he finds out, and uh, so the next scene, a drunk Don comes roar- roaring into the room. Oh. You're a little scared for Betty here. I did too. You? I mean, really, a little worried for her. He had that, I'm going to throw you to the other side of the room, look in his eye. Oh, I, I thought he was going to throw her out the window. Uh, but, you know, he asks who is Henry Francis. Um, Nobody. Doesn't, actually, doesn't even get an answer. Yeah, I mean, doesn't get any kind of an answer. Threatens not to, not to give her a nickel, says he's going to take the kids. Uh, calls her a whore in a mean way. He did. He really. Uh, he really let the whore fly. He really call someone a whore in the nice way. Yeah, I don't think there's a nice way to call no. someone a whore, John. One taken. Okay. <laughs> um, so I mean, just a, a very uh, intense scene. Um, and I think he leaves. Right? She says he doesn't want him there. So yeah, he, he has to go. I mean, you got to go after the whole whore speech. I noticed that she had the baby in the bedroom with her. Yeah. Well, it's because Don had been staying in uh, Grandpa Jean's room. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so they, he leaves, and the next scene is back in the office. Uh, Pete's in the elevator. Crane is in the elevator. 
Uh, but Crane doesn't know what's going on yet. And he walks into the room and sees Roger, sees Bert. Um, and what is what is uh, what does Roger say to Crane? Well, Crane can't believe it's happening. He's like, "No, you guys are messing with me. This, is, this isn't happening." And and uh, what Roger's like, "Oh, you're right. Happy birthday." You know, kind of like you know, we're just we're just this is your birthday surprise. But I I love what Bert said. He's like, "Look, this oh, is yeah. very time sensitive." <laughs> Should you decline, we'll lock you in the storeroom until Monday morning. <laughs> and he did not look like he was kidding. Uh, no, and, you know, Crane's such an idiot. He still didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no, he's... But, you so, know, I think of the idiots, I'm glad they took him. Oh, it could have. they, they could have took Kinsey, which would have been horrible. Oh, no. That guy's that douche. Or, uh, or Kenny Haircuts. Yeah, Kenny, I was surprised they didn't, uh, they didn't take Kenny. I, I was, <laughs> Here's the thing, though, uh, because they had said in the last episodes that, you know, well, actually, they kind of set it up where Kenny and uh, and uh, Pete had had an even number of account dollars for the right. most part. Right. But still, why wouldn't you try to get both? I guess all I guess they only needed a certain amount of money. And if they didn't trust Ken dog, yeah. then uh, there was no reason in, uh, in trying to take him, too. Well, and they gotta, they have to pay these people. You know, I mean, you can only. Well, this is, yeah, this is also true. Bring on so many people. So, and the that scene kind of ends with somebody saying, "Hey, where's Don?" Because uh, he was missing from this little office get together. Yeah. On the and you flash, you flash back to home. Just, just a, just a heart wrenching scene. That Very was sad. Heart wrenching. I got. I, we were talking about it afterward. It's when, uh, when Betty and Don have to sit the kids down in the living room, which you never go into unless there's a problem. Right. Um, and say, hey, um, Don's not going to be here anymore. Daddy isn't going to live here anymore. He's going to live somewhere else and love you from there. Didn't go well. It was heart-wrenching. The kids, little uh, little Sally Draper doesn't handle it well, as most children of that age probably don't. Well, she hates her mom. Like, she hates her mom. I She's like, mom. did you make him leave? And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, you guessed it, Sally. <laughs> she makes everyone leave. But, yeah, I mean, that can't, can that go well? Like, that can't go well, you know? Not when your dad's Don Draper, man. <laughs> you know, so it was just, and, and Bobby's, you know, pleading. He's just kind of hanging on to his yeah, dad. I know it. I know um, it. You it know, was, Betty, Betty starts say, to get a little a, broken up. That was a really hard episode. That was a touching moment. I mean, it was, I got to say, you, we've, you've probably seen that portrayed on television many a time. But I think this was the best, I mean, as far as emotionally stimulating the best time I've ever seen it. Uh, it, it was. I mean, it was. It was really well done. It was really sad. And uh, and and you know, he hugs Bobby and just tries to tries to console him and really can't because it's a it's a busted situation. A uh, little Sally's quote: "I don't want two Christmases." <laughs> hey, hey, Sally, I want two Christmases. You get mm. double the gifts, man. I just want to go with Don. <laughs> and so. You know, Don had to go through that whole awful thing, and the next scene, he's actually at Peggy's house. Uh, her, apart well, her, her, apart her, her apartment. Her apartment in Manhattan. In yeah. Manhattan, yeah. She's out of Brooklyn. Um, first thing she says is, you look awful. As uh, you would. In. You know, and, um, you know, he, he tries. It's great. You know, he tries the apology, and she goes, well, thanks for coming. You know, and tries to shoo him out. But, um, you know, he really lays it on thick here. He has to. Really does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I thought, uh, you know, that, that was just a great interchange where she says, if I say no, I'll never see you again. 
And he's like, nope. I'll spend the rest of my life trying to hire you. I mean, what a, what a salesman. That was a little bit overboard. But it worked. You got her. I guess it worked, but I felt that was a little too far. I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to hire you. That's a Henry Francis thing to say. No, that's just the oh. thing you say to somebody who you really want to bring There were to tears you. involved. It was getting emotional. All right. All right. And so, so she, she agrees. And we head over back to the office. And who shows up? Joan shows up. Oh, my God. Because no one knows where anything's at. And this was great. No one knows where anything's at. Roger's like, I'm going to make a phone call. Kate says, Joan. I was like, you're right. Of course. <laughs> Does she have the pen necklace on? Well, certainly. She knows where everything's at. She, she goes and gets everything in order. Yep. She calls movers on her way over. There yep. weren't even cell phones then. I don't know. I guess she just stopped on the street. It's amazing. Yep. Well, I like how the uh, the art the art department was locked, and so Don unlocks it. He does. That was fantastic. The true Don style just kicks down the door. I thought maybe this would be a good opportunity to bring Sal back in. Oh yeah, we. Well, you know they'll probably do that. I'm thinking I mean, that might happen. Yeah. I hope they do. Well, no, they can't, because they because Roger brought Lucky Strike. Oh, oh, that's true. Yeah, see, see, that's how you write yourself more drama, John. Oh, you by see bringing that? Sal back and okay, by by being like we need Sal back, and then being like Lucky Strike's their hugest account and oh, conflict. Hmm. Nicely done. <laughs> But uh, you know the rest of that. The rest of that scene, they're all trying to get through whatever paperwork they need to, packing up, getting stuff out. Oh, uh, at their best line there. So yeah, they're trying to pack up. They're writing a bunch of stuff down. Roger's like, "I'm I'm really tired," and he says to Peggy, "Hey Peggy, uh, could you give me some coffee?" And she like, kind of nope. looks up slowly. No, nope. <laughs> which was awesome. Good for her. That's right. And uh, you know they get everything out. They get everything you know, out. Don has uh, Joan go get an apartment for their new workplace. Yep. And uh, Roger and Don are staying in the empty office. And Roger's like, "How long do you think till we get back in a place like this?" And Don's like, "I don't know. Never saw myself working in a place like this." I, was, I think I mean, that also. I, th I think that comment right there is uh, it. It, it kind of. I feel like it lends a little legs to. Uh, what may happen at the end of the 60s. Because I feel like with the cultural changes that happen, that kind of office couldn't make the transition. And now with Don moving in a new direction and starting up this new agency, which will be a younger, more versatile agency, that that's kind of like they're going to be able to grow or change along with society. Whereas a place like Sterling Cooper won't. All right. Was that was that too much of an observation? That was remarkable. You you just took us what a decade into the future. I did take us a decade into the future, <laughs> but I feel like that can happen. All right, back to sixty three. <laughs> um, you know the the uh, office secretary shows up. She sees everything gone in, in Don's office. She's like, "We're robbed." Uh, <laughs> Lane shows up, gets the call from Sinjin, who pitches a fit. Fires Lane. I think he fires Lane four times. Four or five. Yeah, in the same conversation. It was great. And Lane could not have been happier. He was like, all right. Happy Christmas. Bang. So, best part, 
He tells that little frog of a guy that uh, works for him, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, put my stuff in storage. You're, you're, you're a smart chap. You yeah. Figure it out. Oh, yeah. He's real bright. And, I mean, and his people skills. Impeccable. <laughs> and that's the end of Jonathan. I think we're done with him. Thank God. Unless Hilton hires him. Uh, to do what? Exactly. Okay. Carry baggage to the rooms. Indeed. Yeah. And so we see, you know, we see the group. We see this new nucleus of um, uh, Sterling Cooper, uh, Draper, and Price mm-hmm. getting set up in their little apartment. And the phone rings for the first time, and Joan answers it as that. Um, and a new, a new uh, company has begun. It has. It has. And then, it's pretty exciting. And now, now is where we see where uh, Kinsey and, and Cosgrove got left behind. You know, because they, they now come in and see everything gone and they're just kind of left standing there. And I think that was it was actually a, a, a kind of a good scene and a cool shot because uh, Kenzie uh, opens uh, Peggy's door, runs straight to Peggy's door, opens it, and see that she's gone. And, I mean, you could just, like, right there. Fire. Fire and brimstone coming out of that guy's mm-hmm. eyes. She's yep. red-hot nickels, man. He's pants. <laughs> yeah, but, she I mean, she's better. They took the better one. Oh yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> but you almost, you know, you kind of wonder, like, will he go to them? Well, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. You probably wouldn't. not. No, no. Yeah. But we go back to the uh, the apartment, the new group. Everybody's working away. Uh, you know, you got typewriters out. You got people on the phone. Uh, and Campbell's wife, Trudy, brings a box lunch, brings sandwiches for everybody. Um, just makes it feel real, real cozy. You know, everybody seems to be getting along in this you know, upheaval time. Um, and just just so just, just just so I can remake my point I made it at the beginning of the episode, uh, the sandwiches come. Everybody's kind of happy and smiling, and uh, Don goes into the other room to get um, Crane and says, "Hey, there's sandwiches here." Closes the door, picks up the phone, calls Bets. Says, "Bets, I'm not going to fight you on this." And kind of really, I mean, you know, ends. I mean, you know, he's saying, "All right, do it, f it, whatever you want." I think she kind of wanted him to fight. Of course she did. A little bit. Or a little bit. A little bit. A little part of her Feelings was like... Feelings are a little hurt. Ah, mine would be. Gotta fight for me a little bit. Tiny bit. <laughs> he still gets a little... He gets a little shot in there where he goes, you know, I hope you get everything you always wanted. You know, when... Yeah. He made the, he made the point earlier. He gave her everything. Yeah. It wasn't enough, John. Wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Said goodbye enough. and they're both said... Although I do have to say, when he uh, when he told Crane about the sandwiches, that's the fastest I've ever seen Crane move. The man loves sandwiches, Joe. I mean, come on, it's sandwiches. <laughs> well, anyway, so when so after he says after he kind of seals that that deal with Betty, you know, like really acknowledges that this is going to happen, he comes out and he looks at this group of people. That's his new family. I'm just saying it. No, you're right. I mean, they did that. They did that very well. They shot it very well. You got that group of people all working together, all being, you know, being productive and all, all seeming happy. Yeah. You know, and it's it's something he did. Like he did that. He certainly him, did. You know, he did that by himself. Well, not by himself, but he started all yeah. of that. He initiated it. He planted yeah. a seed. Yeah. The seed that so, grows into a beautiful oak. That, that that's his oak. Uh, that's his oak. Family. Family yeah, oak. Yes. Branches and roots and all that good stuff. And leaves. 
So then the end of the uh, isn't so then we get to the end of the episode and Dom's going into uh, no 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 we uh-oh. we we get to see um, Betty going to Reno with Henry and the baby. I hate you, Henry Francis. On an airplane, and apparently you can only take babies to Reno because the kids <laughs> get stuck at home with the dog and Carla. Uh, I mean, for six weeks. Hey, first of all. I don't know if you've ever been to Reno, John. Very baby friendly. Very you haven't. Baby friendly. You haven't been to Reno. I've never been to Reno, but I can only imagine. And this is like, I mean, she's gonna be there for Christmas and New Year's. Like, is that how that's gonna work? She's wow. Gonna... She is. She is not. See, she's not a good person. She doesn't think these things through, John. She doesn't. No. She doesn't think about what's gonna happen. She's with Henry and her ten-month-old baby. Ten-month-old. And. Um, Baby Jean and the Fairies. Baby Jean and the Fairies. That's a band name, people. And uh, we're not quite, not quite that old. But anyways, they're together. The kids are are with the, um, the maid. And and then and then you see Don, you know, getting out of a cab, and checking into a hotel or apartment, bed and breakfast, something like that. Yeah. And that's it. I know. And that's, and you just you know all I could think is can't wait for next week's episode. What next season? Oh. Next year's episode. <laughs> We're heartbroken here, John. Next I'm August, so, here we I'm come. So, I know, I know. I'm <sighs> so excited. Why do they do this to us? To keep you watching. It's wrong. Yeah, but then they don't. I mean, I gotta wait all. I gotta wait all cold winter. The winter's extra cold now. It's extra long. Extra long. Not if you had a Don Draper suits. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, John. Yes. Where do we go from here? We've got this show. People are listening. They're liking it. You're going to China? I'm off to China. What the hell? I'm heading, I'm heading out tomorrow. Heading out. These, folks, we're doing, we literally recorded the show right after Mad Men was over because John's getting on a jet plane and he's going to China. But we wanted to get this show out to you. And I have to say, this is probably our best show. Fair enough. So, um, John, did we have some more reviews, some more, uh, some more interest? Yeah, we sure did. Okay. Um, since our last episode, we've had four more reviews. We just want to give a quick thank you to Mimi in Defiance, Mad, Mad Fan La Femme, and Barb at the Shag before all giving uh, us some support, saying they like the show. They all love Kate, and how could you not? They do, they do. And then we even got an update. Uh, Test WPFD17, who was one of our first reviewers, says it's gotten better. Hey! All right, we're seeing improvement. John, that's encouraging. And now that that's all from uh, that's all from our iTunes following. What's the word on the website? Oh well, yes, everybody, we have a surprise for you. I've been working all weekend, and uh, because we have listeners. Uh, we need to give you a place, uh, not only to listen, but to, uh, to get back to us and let us know what you think and comment on the show and, uh, uh, you know, uh, tell us how you feel. So I, I whipped up a little website this weekend. Um, it's easy to find. It's madmenrecap.com. And, uh, we set up a whole new email address, totally legit. Uh, so now you'll find a link on the uh, site, but you can email us at staff at 
madmenrecap.com. And that goes to both John and I. Don't worry. I won't hide anything from them. That goes to both of us. We'll uh, see everything. Also, because we are in the internet age, John, I started us up uh, a Twitter account. Which All John, right. Yeah, which John and I will both be adding to uh, forever. Uh, and, I, and that also is linked to on the side. I got a little badge up um, on the uh, right side of the site uh, where uh, our Twitter posts go to. And <laughs> I got a little carried away. I also did a, um, a Facebook fan page, uh, which will also be uh, posted up on the site as soon as I can figure out how to get that to work. Uh, but the page is up on Facebook. Uh, just look for uh, Mad Men Recap. So there's tons of ways for everyone to get involved. Hmm. When are you flying to the moon and planning a Mad Men flight? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I can't. I'm, I know. It's embarrassing. Um, a little. Okay. Uh, we also changed the cover art to uh, reflect that we're doing a show about Mad Men and not just uh, a show about hugging. Massive improvements. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, it is a massive improvement. And I really hope... Um, everybody goes to the site and uh, leaves comments. Um, we did our own comments, so you, there's no, you don't have to sign in or create a username or any of that crap. Just go in uh, and let us know uh, what you think, because uh, that's, what, that's what makes us do the show. We love hearing that people are listening for some reason. And, and we want to give a great big thank you and shout out to George from Miami, who was our first emailer. Indeed. On the Mad Men show. Indeed. He, he, he uh, emailed us on our not legit um, email. And now we've, now, we've got the, uh, now we've got the new staff at madmenrehab.com. So, um, so please use it because we love it. Uh, but it's been a great season. And what we're going to do for everybody out there is to uh, figure out how we're going to get some discussion about the first two seasons in this cold winter. Now, we'll figure that out once I get back from the Far East. But we'll get you something uh, as we go into the new year. Well, if anyone has any, you know, uh, suggestions or ideas as to how we might discuss the last three seasons. Um, That's true, because we still have to catch up on half of season three. You know, recurring themes, fashion, what I don't know, whatever. Lots of different things. Um, yeah, just email, just email in your ideas. Hey, why not? We'll do it. Yeah, sure. We'll do it. Yeah. And we'll read your emails, too. Yeah. Live. Taped. On the air. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be alive when we do it. Well, that's exciting, John. Hey, hey, you know what, pal? Thanks for doing the show. Absolutely. I've had a great time so far. It was a great show tonight. People are loving Kate, by the way, too. That was also said in uh, the email and uh, some of the comments. Oh. It's true. Too much. You have, you have a sweet voice, whereas I just sound um, nasally. Why? <laughs> well, John, have a good time in China. We uh, look forward to your return, and uh, so we'll be back in your um, in your iTunes in about two weeks. That sounds great. All we'll right, see you bye. then. Bye bye. Bye.